0: Welcome to the Lights Camera Pro podcast, where we interview entertainment pros about their careers and how they became successful in the industry. The secrets to their success here every week. Here's your host, Sean Ventura. Go
1: to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and subscribe, rate, and review. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's review. I will be reviewing The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 4. This is so exciting this week because my girlfriend got me a little baby Yoda. And uh, he's kind of ceramic. He's only two inches tall, but he's sitting inside an upside down stormtrooper helmet. And uh, he kind of goes everywhere I go. He went out for Mexican yesterday. He went to see my kids and uh, we went to Chipotle and he kind of sits around the table and watches us and everybody sort of giggles. So. He sits by the bed and protects me. Everybody thinks it's really weird, but I like having baby Yoda around. So he's gonna be sitting here watching me record this entire episode, and he's gonna make sure you know stormtroopers get in and try and kill me while I'm doing this. We open on the razor crest, and baby Yoda is hilariously trying to put together these blue and red wires to fix the ship in this really funny scene. So he's in this little tunnel that the Mandalorian can't reach. And he's way in the back of the Mandalorian's like, you know, is like, Hey, uh, can you put the blue one in that hole and the red one in that hole? And he's like, ooh, 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 ooh. And he uh, shocks himself. It's pretty funny. The next scene has these walrus men. They're actually called the Aquilish, And um, they have stolen some coins and bags of coins. And they're about to eat this little ferret. ferret. They are about to eat this ferret-like creature. And um, they're counting the bounty that they have stolen in this room. And uh, Cara Dune shows up. And... She's the new marshal in town, and she either beats up or kills all of these walrus men who are crooks and criminals. It's a pretty cool scene. She's a badass. Love Cara Dune. I know you do too. There is a cute scene where she gives a hungry ferret type creature some of her dinner because the, the ferret that almost got ate by the the eaten by the walrus men. The ferret that almost got eaten by the walrus men is really hungry. So not only did she save it, but she gave him a little piece of food. And she's like, that's it, that's all I have. So that's a really cute scene. She says before she leaves the room that I'm going to return this bounty to the rightful owners. All right, so Grief Karga played by Carl Weathers who also directs this episode. Um, You may remember him from the Rocky movies back in the day, he was Apollo Creed and he was in an earlier um, episode last season. He is running the planet Navarro now and Cara Dune, who's one of our favorites is, uh, the marshal of the planet. And so Mando has to stop there with the razor crest cause it has lots of problems and he can't fix it. So he knows that um, there's some mechanics there that can fix it for him. He is greeted by grief and Cara and they're so excited to see him and baby Yoda who jumps into grief's arms and, uh, Grief asks his a couple of his mechanics to fix the razor crust. Do whatever you need to do to fix it. And one of them looks really sketchy. He's got like a red face, and he looks really sketchy. And it's like, of course, this guy's going to do something bad. But he looks like trouble. the The planet of Navarro is now a bustling market, and they walk through this market, and there's all kinds of people trading stuff and buying food and eating food. And they walk into this old building where they had this huge shootout with Moff Gideon and the Empire soldiers and the stormtroopers. And uh, now it's a school. They've turned it into a school. And the school is being taught by a droid at the front of the class. And Grief starts to bring Yoda or baby Yoda into the class, into the front of the class. And, of course, Mando says, he goes where I go. And Grief says, we have some business to talk about. So let me just put him in the class for a minute. And then he's about to grab baby Yoda from him. And Kara says, I swear he'll be safe here. You have my word. And baby Yoda is sitting there in the classroom listening to the teacher. Well, he notices that a boy sitting next to him is eating these blue cookies. So he kind of looks over at him and he's like, you know, give me a cookie, please. Can I have a cookie? And the boy looks at him and says, No, you can't have a cookie. So, of course, you're never supposed to use the Force for anything except for fighting evil. But uh, at this point, Baby Yoda is either too young or doesn't know. And he just uses (laughs) his Force powers to grab the cookies off the kid's desk and bring them over to his desk. And he starts eating them. And the kid looks at him like, oh, my God, you just stole my cookies. And he's eating the blue cookies. Grief takes him to his office where they need to talk the business and they see mithral who's this blue fish like guy he's an accountant he's a creepy greedy accountant from the very first episode who mando had caught and he was bringing him back for bounty and he froze him in carbonite so they know each other <laughs> and um mithral mithral is so afraid of mando that he ekes out this like Um, substance on his neck and it's really bad. It's uh, so dorky. Um, So they tell Mando of an old faraway imperial base that's still there and it's it's deserted but they need to destroy it because it has lots of um, weapons and they don't want the weapons to get into the wrong hands and be used against them but also they just want to make the planet safe so they want to Go to this Imperial base, this old base that is uninhabited.
0: Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See betmgm.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: Blow it up. And your guess is good as mine, but I bet there's going to be a big battle there because every single episode there's a battle. So the three of them go to the base with Mithral, who's reluctant, doesn't want to go. He's a scaredy cat, and um, they sort of have this fight with the stormtroopers. And they go into this lab and they see that um, there's all these uh, creatures in suspended animation and these tanks, and they're sort of floating. and And uh, Mithral brings up this recording of one of the scientists who was one of the scientists who was working on Baby Yoda in one of the earlier episodes. And it turns out, in a nutshell, what he says is that he's doing experiments on creatures with Baby Yoda's blood, which is kind of gross. But they're obviously trying to give these creatures some of Baby Yoda's powers. And it's really messed up. And that's why they want... That's why the Imperial forces... Or the dark side wants Baby Yoda to get his powers. So my first thought is, oh crap, Baby Yoda is all alone at the classroom and there's just one droid to protect him. The forces are going to go back there and grab him and kidnap him. And I'm like, oh crap, Baby Yoda is going to get kidnapped. Our heroes flee the base in a Trexler Marauder transport vehicle and are chased by stormtroopers on speeder bikes. Grief mans the guns in the back while Kara drives and Grief takes out all of the speeder bikes. He's got these guns on top of this vehicle and he's shooting at the storm trippers and he gets all three of them and kills them all there. Uh, as we were watching it, my girlfriend was like, why are they always in these canyons when they have these fights? And it's true. Whenever they have um, a battle with, any of the X-Wing fighters or the TIE fighters are always in these canyons. And, um, it's just kind of a funny observation. Mando flies off ahead to get the child who could be in danger. So he flies on his jet pack. And so it's just Kara, Mithral, and Grief. And all of a sudden, these three TIE fighters come from the base. And, of course, TIE fighters are way more powerful than speeder bikes. So they're in a lot of danger. Um... But just as the TIE Fighters are about to blow up their transport vehicle, um, guess who comes out of nowhere and saves the day? That's right, Mando with the razor crest, and he blows up all the TIE Fighters, and Grief and Kara cheer. So one of the Navarro mechanics, the one who was red, and I said... This guy's sketchy, of course, shows up on one of the Imperial ships with Moff Gideon and tells him, I put a tracker on the Razor Crest, so now you can get him. Of course. And Moff Gideon is like, finally, we can get the Mandalorian. Everybody thinks he's such a great villain, but he is not as scary as Darth Vader, for sure. He's just like a guy in a black cape. Everyone is speculating online that the next episode, he's going to do some really bad stuff, and I hope none of the main characters die. An X-Wing fighter pilot comes to town, talks to Grief Karga about what happened at the base, also talks to Kara and tries to recruit her to join the New Republic and to join the Resistance. She says no. A little note here, the Aqualish or Walrus people are the same race as Pondo Baba, the Walrus Man from Star Wars. I just looked that up, so I thought I'd add that. In the last scene, we see Moff Gideon on an Imperial ship preparing some soldiers and people online are calling them dark troopers because they're they're like stormtroopers, but they're all black. And uh, I think I've seen that before in Star Wars, but I'm not sure where. And they look really scary and they're ready for battle. And there's some speculation that they might be clones and there might be a ton of them. So there might be a big battle coming up between our heroes and the dark forces in the next couple of episodes and maybe we'll see some mandalorians show up to help because we know he has a tracker on his ship so the fight is inevitable and uh, i'm just going to add this here it's probably in the wrong place but there is another part where they're on the ship and they're leaving town i guess we can put this at the end there's another part at the end of the episode um Mando puts him into his seat and they take off for another planet. And baby Yoda has only a couple of cookies left. He's ate like several cookies and he throws up the cookie. And it's kind of funny because it's like a little kid, way too much. As an aside, I did watch one of these behind the scenes with all the directors, um, with Bryce Dallas Howard and John Favreau and everybody sitting at a round table. And it was really cool to see that they have several directors directing these episodes. And uh, it's just a beautiful thing. Like John Favreau just brought in all these people from all these different backgrounds and all these different experiences and said, I'm just going to executive produce and you guys direct the episodes, even though he's a great director. And um, and he just let them go. And they each episode, uh, they each do a couple episodes and they show behind the scenes of how they make them. They all have their own personalities. Some of them are very efficient and very fast. And and Bryce Dallas Howard is, is an actress. So she's all about the actors. And then some of them have a sense of humor. Some of them bring, you know, just their experience from their life into it. It's just very cool to watch. So if you have watched enough of the Mandalorian and you want more, watch some of those behind the scenes episodes, because they're very cool and they're just connected right to Disney Plus Mandalorian episodes. All right. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much.
0: Bye. Thanks for listening to the Lights Camera Pro Podcast, where entertainment pros talk about how they made their dream into a career. Go to
1: Apple Podcasts and Spotify and subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks to Bob Juergens for the Rockin' VO and Joseph McDade for the music. All right. See you next time.